asked my boyfriend what happened, and he said the bestie started playing with him, and that got him <laughs> going, and he just went with it. To be fair, we didn't set out any ground rules, so I know I'm not supposed to be mad. It just feels weird. Any thoughts, advice, suggestions? That should have been, uh, I asked him what happened, and he said, hang on, I'm fucking your friend. I'll respond <laughs> yeah. in an hour. I'll, I'll text you back in an hour. I like how she's sort of blaming herself. She's like, oh, we didn't set out ground rules, and so... The, the notion of them just fucking off to the side without me wasn't explicitly forbidden. And so I'm not in my rights to feel upset by this. Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. We talk about sex and relationships with frankness that is controversial, but mostly in good faith. In today's show, we'll be discussing a runaway comer, physical intimacy that doesn't lead to sex, yet another disastrous threesome, and more. I'm Keith, my co-host is Mike, uh, how is the snow, Mike? Uh, it's great. Um, I'm often, whenever I go skiing, I'm reminded of the various IQ tests that are kind of inherent in this kind of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, like? So, uh, getting on the lift, getting off the lift, um, <laughs> sort of people having to go from like four lines of people into just four people or six people who get on the lift chair together, just various things. It's anytime you have a large collection of people or a medium sized collection of people together like that, you get these kind of IQ test situations, which are interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I have a similar judgmental experience when I'm in the TSA line and just watching how a couple bad actors can materially affect the total time for everybody. I saw, by the way, a video of, uh, uh, you must have seen that Axl Rose performed at Lisa Marie Presley's funeral. Maybe not. It was no. not the world's greatest performance. Uh, <laughs> his, his voice is, his voice is yeah. not what it was 30 years it's ago. Been, it's been toast for a while. Yeah. Uh, and it was just him with a piano, which was a nice gesture, but like his, and I, by the way, I looked up Lisa Marie Presley and I was, I was like, what has this woman ever done? And, and, and the answer is nothing. Uh, she's, nothing. Anyway, so Axel Rose, uh, airport video I saw of him, and he had to take his shoes off for the TSA. And I thought to myself, even I don't have to do that because I have TSA pre-check. So yeah. like, what's going on here? How does this man, he's so cheap that he's like, nah, nah, I'll just go in the regular line. I don't have TSA pre-check. But you it's don't? Sort of, yeah, it's like a moral thing. Like I don't want to give money to the security industrial complex. Okay. I think you're making a grave error there. I think you would find it improved your life. And also the, there's the I'm global connect or whatever. I'm yeah. certain it would. It's like a petty, t- petty, completely ineffective boycott. Yeah, you're just, well, you're just hurting yourself because people Correct. like me then zoom by you and ignore right. everything. Yeah. I mean, the, the main thing is like, you don't have like, well, I guess you probably know what happens, right? You just go through a metal detector instead of the thing where they look at your cock. Yeah. And you don't have to take yeah. your shoes off and like, you don't take your laptop out of your bag, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the line's shorter. Anyway. So you and Axel Rose are, uh, are, are um, kind of buddies there. Interesting. He probably can't be like relied upon to show up on time to an appointment. That's, that's <laughs> probably he, why maybe, he doesn't have TSA three. Maybe, maybe he can't pass the background check. <laughs> that could be too. Well, like you were a pretty serious heroin user back in the day, Axel. Right. Fair right. point. <laughs> um, okay. There we were. We began to have a debate about this Reddit post a couple of days ago. We decided to yes. table it for the show. So I'm, I'll read it and then we can we can see where this goes. Okay. Uh, this person writes, when she makes a post and says, I can't find a sugar daddy, 99% of the time she is simply unattractive. 
I've seen so many posts over the past year of sugar babies saying they can't find anyone and he only wants nudes. He wants to have sex, but doesn't want to provide a PPM or they aren't getting any messages. I see all kinds of responses like lots of salt daddies out there. Keep looking or the bowl can be frustrating. Be patient. These are bad responses and give false hope. Some people suggest a profile review, which is better. You should always see what their profile looks like before making a judgment as to whether or not they deserve to get a sugar daddy. Sometimes they will say, mm. show their colors and say they want platonic. Other times they won't. He's talking about um, issues he, he sees in profiles. Other times they won't. What's common in most of these scenarios is that they aren't attractive enough to be a sugar baby. A lot of women have an inflated sense of self and think they are much more attractive than they actually are which is sort of understandable. Even a woman who's below average looking can sign on a dating app and have dozens of matches within a day. But like many sugar lifestyle forumers have said, this doesn't translate to the sugar world when men are paying allowances and uh, paper meets. The standards for looks are simply higher in the bowl and sugar babies outnumber sugar daddies. That's nice to hear. Okay. Yeah, I think it's like three to one or four to one, they say. Yeah, so I, I agree in with the substance of this post. The only thing that I think uh, I disagree – there was something I disagreed with basically toward the end, but I, now I'm – You forgot it. I okay, well, senior moment, so I forgot it. But, but yeah, maybe your disagree. I think you have some disagreements with the post, so we'll start Yeah, there. I disagree with it sort of generally wholesale. And part of it, he reveals in his post himself. Like he says the complaints are they only want nudes. Okay, well, that's not because they're not attractive enough. They want to have sex, but don't want to provide a pay-per-meet. That's not because they're not attractive enough. Or they aren't getting any messages. That is. But the first two are <laughs> clear indicators that they're attractive enough to for someone to at least have sexual interest in them. I don't, I don't think that's right. I mean, if you were um, – I mean, I know from sort of, for example, the Having Fun Hobbying subreddit um, yeah. and various perusing of sites – there is a direct linear correlation between the price that an escort can charge and how attractive she is, how conventionally attractive, or even even if you want some sort of alternative looking woman, attractive is going to be some sort of just like physicalness, physical attractiveness plus like age. Uh, and so, you know, there, yeah, there's a point where a guy would say, "Look, uh, I'm willing to have sex with this person for basically zero. Uh, I'm willing to accept nude photos or videos of them." And, and why would he accept those? Because it's it feels like he's sort of violating her. Some like it's kind of attractive to him. It's exciting. So I disagree with your point. I don't think that means that uh, – yeah, I just think she's further down on the sliding scale far enough that the guy's saying like, look, I'm not going to consider you for this kind of relationship thing. Hmm. Okay. That's an interesting thought. It could be that men, when they see low-value women, are just slinging sort of whatever at them, like you know, send me nudes or – I'll yeah. bang you, but I'm not giving you any money. Okay, that's an interesting theory. All right, let's say. I mean, that, yeah, that yeah. first part I was I mean, mentioning. Yeah, like the the crux of my argument is not predicated on the stuff I said already being true. Okay. Anyway, although I can still imagine, yeah, I still think there's a bit of a paradox in what that man wrote. But, um, I think that the skill of identifying a man who is likely to actually pay money uh, in a sugaring relationship is hard. I think that even if you are a 10, okay, if you're 10, then some of this stuff doesn't apply. But you know, even if you're like a nine, I think that you you will have this experience where like like so many of the men on on the sugar apps are 
disingenuous, like, or they don't have enough money, or they're not comfortable with the concept, or they're going to try and negotiate, um, or they're like physically violent, or they're disgusting looking and, you know, are hiding that, or they're lying about their age. I think there's all these things. And unless you have like a really good bullshit filter, uh, the experience might be that for, yeah, just as a reminder for our newer listeners, the way that sugar relationships typically go is there's a platonic meet and greet where the sugar daddy and sugar baby meet and then discuss finances. And then that's followed by dates that usually include intimacy. And so, yeah, I think the experience for many women, no matter how they look, might be that they just go to these meet and greets and have frustrating experiences because most of the men on these sites are not behaving like they, they either don't know what the expectation is or they're like intentionally bucking it. And yeah, I mean, I think think it matters what you look like. Basically this resembles my uh, experience skiing. And also, by the way, I think another really good, well, hang on, I'm not done. Uh, But but I think, I think another really good uh, amateur IQ test is the self checkout machine. I think yeah. you can tell a lot. I think you. I think by knowing how many minutes or seconds it takes for a person with, say, five or fewer items to yeah. check out at the machine, I think you. I think you could actually estimate their IQ just from that. Uh, just from that, I think. I think you know. Obviously, there could be a person who's distracted, so you might need yeah, like yeah, yeah. some yeah, number of uh, examples. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, this is the same kind of thing, right? I mean, yes, for a woman who's not very intelligent, it's going to be very difficult for her to sort the wheat, wheat from the chaff and figure out which guys are scamming them. And I totally agree that the scammers are, there's a lot of scammers, although I'm not sure it's dominant. I'm not sure it's dominant because it's, there's a confirmation bias there that women, if you talk to women about this, they're going to maybe confirmation bias is the wrong term, but there's a bias there where women are going to typically tell you about like the worst experience they had. So I kind of, I'm actually a little bit skeptical of that. I suspect it's a little more balanced. And if a woman, I mean, you know that on sugar lifestyle forum or sorry, uh, um, seeking arrangement rather the, when you look at accounts on there, look at women, like most of them, their accounts have not been open that long. So, I mean, women, I think fairly quickly find somebody reasonable. Um, I don't or give know. Up. I, yeah, I don't. So first off seeking, it's, it's just seeking now. It's not seeking arrangement anymore. Oh, my bad. They, have, yeah. they have rebranded to try to move away from the sugar daddy, sugar baby mm-hmm. stuff, but still almost everybody uses it for the sugar baby dynamic. Um, yeah, I think that site strongly prioritizes people who have logged in within the last week because, yeah, the attrition rate is just enormous. And I don't okay. know if it's because they're finding their whales. I think it's because they're just like, this is awful. <laughs> right? I don't know. Like, I mean, I think <clears throat> that's a little there's hard. There's a zillion to... scammers. There's uh, people saying like really gross stuff. They're like being objectified even more than normal. Like, I think the experience of being on there requires like a fairly sturdy uh, constitution. And I think a lot of young women probably find that overwhelming and just peace out. Okay. I mean, I'm so, it's somewhat surprising to me that there are that many men willing to pay more than a hundred dollars a month or yeah, uh, for the platinum or diamond, I think it is subscription. It's like 200 and something dollars a month. Mm-hmm. And you and I think uh, agreed that that would not be a good buy for a man who's attractive because it suggests something weird. But for 
yeah. less attractive men, it might be a good buy because it just suggests the money. That's that's a fair amount of money uh, for a guy to put down just to uh, troll basically women. Uh, so I don't know, but but uh, yeah, it makes yeah. honestly honestly it makes more sense to me that what's going on is the women who say oh, I, oh I've been trolled a lot are not attractive enough. Like it's, it sucks, but that. Yeah, it makes more sense to me that that's what's going on. Is that like the women who are in the say top twenty fifth, twenty five percentile, top twenty five percent rather, of the women uh, attractiveness wise don't get trolled. I suspect they don't. I mean, I have no way to validate this information, but and and I do agree with this poster that the like honestly the profile reviews you see on Sugar Lifestyle Forum, and I'm sure you've noticed this, do tend to be on the less attractive side. Surprisingly unattractive, in my opinion, for someone who wants to be a sugar baby. Yeah. I also think, I mean, these things are tricky. First off, I think that posting a profile review indicates, first of all, being on the Sugar Lifestyle Forum indicates some sort of intelligence, right? Like That's true. being on there and asking questions and wondering about like what their failure modes are is a really good sign. Yes. And posting a profile is also a good sign. It, it shows a little bit of uh, humility. But <laughs> I also must concede that a lot of these profiles, the the simple answer is like, mm, I'm not sure how well this is going to go for you, and it's well, not and also, because it's not because of the way they've sentence crafted in their in their profile. Right. Also, you've identified kind of the violence inherent in the system here for women is that. Yeah, they, the women who are on here are probably differentially more intelligent, but that doesn't matter at all. What the guys are looking at is their photos to say, how attractive are you? Now, if the woman's also intelligent, that's fantastic. But the thing about it is that the intelligent, attractive women don't have these problems, I suspect. Maybe they'll get trolled a little bit, but they, if they're intelligent, they can sort of navigate that. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, the thing I reread the post and the thing that I didn't agree with was the claim that the women kind of view themselves like they have unrealistic... Uh, what was it? Uh, they have an inflated of sense of self. self. I don't yeah. think that's true. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that women generally uh, are concerned about their own attractiveness. I mean, often when I look at a woman, let's say a woman wearing like yoga pants and stuff, so it's very, you know, like dressed in a way that I can see her body or maybe a woman in a swimsuit, I can often look at her in like five seconds, figure out what body part she's probably anxious about. Yeah. And I think that's common. Uh, and so, yeah, I don't think it's that they have an inflated self sense of self worth. I think it's just that they get on the site thinking like, "Oh, this, you know, this this will be great." Not Mike, not realizing. Do you that, see what why? Is. Like, do you see why him saying that and him saying sort of like orthogonal things like he only wants nudes, and, and that's not orthogonal. That actually like cuts against his point. Notwithstanding what you said, like he's revealing like a misogyny here that sort of makes his like. Yeah, like my opinion on this guy's post is that he's just a bitter old man and is like annoyed with the women on the forum. And so he's just like posting this. Like he's not making like a genuine good faith effort to make a commentary about what's going on as evidenced by like several very poorly veiled um, attacks at women. And so like I think they're – yeah, I mean, there's some interesting conversation to be had about like how the economy varies for you know different quartiles of attractiveness. But what this guy is doing is he's just complaining. Um, That's true. I agree. I agree with that. I mean, I just the only comment I would make on that is I think there's a uh, there's a there's a misogyny inherent in the male female dichotomy. Um, I'm reminded of a viral a viral TikTok post. 
I have mm. no idea who posted it that I saw uh, where Dustin Hoffman, who played Tootsie, played the title character in the movie Tootsie, which you are too young to have seen probably. I've seen it. It's a man. Okay. But, but it, it, it is you, from before, I think early 80s, late 70s. It's like early 80s. Yeah. Uh, and the 82. point is, it's a man who dresses up as a woman uh, and goes into the working world and how he's treated. And in the viral post, he he's, of course, he's like a super liberal guy. So he's he, starts tearing up stuff, which is sort of irritating, but he makes a point that I think is valid, which is that he asked the makeup artist to make him beautiful. He said, look, like, keep going. Like, I want to be as attractive as possible. And the person said, like, look, that's, this is as good yeah. as it gets. Like, right. we can't do any better. And that, uh, that bothered him. And he correctly saw that this is the situation women are in. And I had a similar experience that I think I've mentioned on the podcast before when I tried that video game Second Life many years ago. I tried to make an attractive <laughs> woman. Yeah, I tried to make an attractive female character and I couldn't do it. And it actually bothered me when people started shaming me for like my breast shape and stuff like that. Like, it, yeah, I actually got upset a little bit. I, I could I could feel that like how deeply it sort of cut me. Uh, huh. And so, yeah, I mean, while while I agree that this guy's being sort of, oh, and part, so, so the point that Dustin Hoffman tearfully makes is like, that it makes him sad that there are women that he's just disregarded in his life because they weren't attractive enough, even though they were very interesting. But that's just that's just the truth is like humanity is misogynistic in that sense. I don't know. It just in the sense that uh, if you cut toward men, uh, and I don't know the right word for this, but humanity is uh, anti-stupid people, whatever that it's not mis or something. <laughs> like, yeah, if you're a dumb man or like prehistorically, maybe it would be a guy without big muscles, but in the modern context, it really is your intelligence. And if you're dumb, like you're just sort of screwed. And if you're unattractive as a woman, you're sort of screwed and there's nothing you can do about it. And it, right. yeah, it does suck. It's, not, it's sort of sad. And so like the guy's being misogynistic, but like, so are we as our, Fine. we've gotten Fine. feedback before that we are like that. And it's true. I think all men are, we're just being on We're being more honest than most. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything constructive to add to that. Uh, I did want to say one more thing about, uh, sure lifestyle forum or <clears throat> seeking generally. I, so I talked about this on the show before, but some of our newer listeners probably don't know. I, I use seeking and I find it is a better place to find people to date than Tinder and Bumble. And I think part of that is so yeah i've been i've been i've used it for years basically and found long-term partners there uh, i've never given anyone any money that's not true i give somebody some money for their um sick dog and i assign like a 50 percent chance to them actually having a sick dog but in any case um one one thing i do on there is i often consult with people on their profiles I find that that there's a couple of things. One, it's just sort of entertaining. And two, that can sort of ingratiate me to them. But something that I often think about is, should a woman in her seeking profile say that she's new or should, should she signal somehow that she uh, is familiar with the dynamic and okay here's the upside if you're new men might be like oh my gosh like this is you know they they might feel less icky about them um if they say they're not new then they'll basically weed out people like scammers and people who don't understand the dynamic and so they could save themselves some time uh, they might limit themselves by eliminating some men that are looking for 
you know, some sort of purity test, but they'll stop having the experience where they go to a meet and greet and, you know, they tell the guy like, look, like we can do a paper meet. It's going to be a thousand dollars every time we meet, or, you know, you can give me five grand a month. Um, and you know, a lot of men will blush at that if they don't know, if they don't, if they're not expecting that, but people who are familiar with, they, they call it the bowl, the sugar bowl wouldn't be surprised at that. And so, yeah. Do you think that there's like more upside into saying you're new or that you're not new? Well, a couple of things. One is I want to reassure our listeners that the data we've looked at suggests that the typical price per meet is lower than that. Maybe something like two to $3,000 monthly or $300 per meet, not $1,000. Yeah. This would be an exceptionally attractive woman. And my second comment is I think that question is almost, is I actually think it's a rounding error. I think that the things men care about are number one, age. Actually, let me, okay, number one, attractiveness. Number two, age. Number yep. three um, is going to be something about basically, it, it, like number three is going to be, is she like, what What are her other habits outside of fun? What's she doing when she's not fucking me? And it's really, let me be clear about this. It's not what she's doing for her job. It's what's happening to her vagina. <laughs> right. So, so I want to know, is she, is she going to be exclusive with me or is she going to have a boyfriend? Is she basically like yeah. have four sugar daddies at once? So I want to understand that. And I think that all three of those would increase her value. Um, I do. Th- yeah. So I think that my number one advice to a woman, since you can't really change your age or attractiveness would be that third thing would be to say like, look, you should signal if you want to make as much money as you can, you should signal that you're looking for a monogamous sugar daddy relationship with exclusivity where you're not going to be dating anyone else. And if they're unwilling, honestly, that's, yeah, if they're unwilling to do that, I think they probably, I'm going to guess they have their PPM or something and they lower, maybe, maybe not have, but they drop it significantly and they it lower. It just depends. It depends. They don't get to, <laughs> they don't get to do a Monte Carlo simulation where Look, they try the all these is, different things. A guy who has enough money to pay somebody that kind of money per month is not, it's going to be irritated about tolerating, tolerating her fucking some, you know, boy from yeah, the hood. They can just lie about that if they want. I would, I would recommend not doing that because well, then- they should be careful because a powerful man scorned can be a dangerous man. Well, or you could just, I mean, uh, you could just have your source of money cut off. People have a tendency yeah, when they have you a don't source want to fly of too easy money. Sun. Right. So. Yeah. But yeah, I know your thing. I, I, yeah, I actually don't think that matters. So your, yeah, your question, unfortunately, I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter at all. It's a de minimis concern. I think so. I mean, it, uh, I, I guess I would say I think men are probably somewhat more attracted to a woman who is seems new uh, because then he thinks, oh, she hasn't done this 10 times before. Um, and I think that uh, I, I continue to think that the troll slash scammer thing is just an IQ test. Like I don't. Yeah. I mean, if I try, uh, women are going to face that. Although I, I'm skeptical it happens that much because I just don't think, and I do like internet trolling, but for $110 a month, I'm not so sure. And uh, you've told me that seeking aggressively bans accounts of people who get flagged for doing I don't weird think, stuff. I don't think they ban pay accounts. Okay, but, or they hassle you somehow. Maybe they yeah, maybe. Uh, put you yeah. on a suspension or, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, but what I coach people to say is something along the lines of while I'm new to uh seeking itself, I'm I'm familiar with the paradigm here and expect you to be as well or something. Yeah, I mean, I think if they added a couple more sentences saying something like um I blush to admit this, you know, but 
one of the things I'm really good at is this, and then just a link to like red gifs of maybe a woman just taking deep throat, <laughs> and then the guy just ejaculates down her throat. I think if I think that would up no. the value too. No, it's yes. I don't think so. I think I think a man would pay significantly more for a woman who could do some tricks like that. I don't think that's. I think most of the men who are like okay. I bet 90% of the money that goes out, which is probably contained to like 10% of the men on the site or less. Sure, sure. Are older men who would be absolutely fine with like vanilla, whatever. There are some people who like have various fetishes and kinks, but like I think predominantly it's men who just want to have like some sort of like puritanical view of like young women and... So, yeah, your intuition that they they really care what their vagina is doing when it's not in their company. I think that's right. But I don't think that like, I don't know, being a pole dancer or a gymnast or whatever. I think it would Materially. not be what you would pay if you were paying. I think if the woman had a video of her doing the splits really well, you'd probably, that would intrigue you I don't think it more. would. I don't think it would. Like, mm. For me, it's like. Wow. I don't expect to be marrying this person anyway. And so like the first like five nuts are all going to be great regardless. And so, uh, yeah, I don't need parlor tricks until sometime after that. And there probably isn't going to be sometime after that. And so. Okay. But just to be like, clear for the audience, you have never had a woman do the splits like over your cock, right? Like, no, I have know, not. She splits herself and then lowers herself down on your cock. So, I mean, you probably would be willing to. Like, let's say you you knew for sure that a woman could do that. That would probably increase your interest. No. And in fact, really? the, reason why I, the reason why I paused was, <laughs> I've told you like half of the story before, but I met this girl years ago and we were supposed to meet at 10 p.m. at a bar, which already is like, okay, I think I see what's going on here. And then she Wait, arrives- What's going on? Wait, I don't she know just, what's going on. She just wants to hook up. Like, Okay. So you'd have to meet earlier for it not to be a hookup? When a woman, it was like 10 p.m. on a Friday or a Saturday. It's just like, that's like women who like are trying to date you don't do that. That is an atrocious strategy. And what would the woman who's trying to date you propose? Like 7 p.m.? Insist on dinner. Okay. Okay, go on. So anyway, she she shows up an hour late. She's drunk. Um, We go back Mm. to her place. We um, do the deed. And then... For some reason, I slept over. I, I don't know why, but I, I, this is the half of the story I've told you before. And then her like parents showed up, and I had to like jump out the back bathroom window. Okay. Um, but anyway, I saw her a subsequent time against my better judgment, and we were in Golden Gate Park on the Panhandle, and she was wearing a tennis skirt and no underwear, and she kept doing like cartwheels and stuff. Like she was sort of like a exhibitionist, I suppose. Okay. And then she wanted to fuck me in the park. Like she like sat on top of me and starts like, you know, going for my zipper. And Can I'm I like, time yeah. out here? Just a quick time out uh-huh. to our listeners, to our listeners. I'm so sorry. Your life isn't like Keith's. Mine isn't either. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> the thing that's the thing that must frustrate you here or maybe make you chuckle is he's now going to express frustration about this irritating behavior this woman had that basically, I don't know, at least 90% of men would be like, oh, you know, I mean, maybe there's something irritating, but this sounds pretty fucking good to me. So anyway, time back in. Right. Okay. So she, you know, so she like 
climbs off of me and she's like pouting a little bit. And then <laughs> she, to, to bring this back around, she does the splits in mm. front of me. And it with definitely- the, Wait, the splits with the skirt with no panties? Yeah. So what, what so wait, she did know. the splits it was, where- it was, I think it was this in the summer. Important. The weather was this good. Is... So like, it wasn't like getting like mud in her vagina or anything. So were her, she had one leg in front, one leg behind? Oh. Not the so-called yeah. like Chinese splits. I don't know. The no, 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 no. It was one in front, one behind. Okay. Did you get to see like her anus and vagina while she was performing this Not feat? Not really. The, no the, skirt was, the, the skirt was sort of, okay. you know, and what, over the- what was, was it on grass? Yes. Interesting. Okay, go on. Yeah. I mean, and I definitely cocked an eyebrow with that. I was like, huh. Yeah. But I mean- I mean, another part of the story I didn't tell is, yeah, when I went to oh, meet Jesus. her the second time at her apartment, she had like a big gulp cup. Yeah. And it was filled with vodka. And like, it was like half vodka, half half like 7-Eleven slushy or something. Sure. So she had a substance problem, clearly. Yeah, a little one. Yeah. But you had no um, interest in having her do the splits on your cock? No, I did. It's just that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The reason why I brought this up is... <laughs> Yes, it, it's like plus something, and we're debating whether it's like plus plus twenty or plus one. And I, I, I'm demonstrating with this story that I've actually had the experience, and it wasn't enough to like get me over the edge to hook up with her again because right. I was worried that she might like come and burn my house down or something. Like she was nuts. Okay, so a woman, so instead, a woman in her profile could indicate that she's interested in some kind of monogamy. Um. There, there was some other thing I thought of, but yeah, I understand. I think I generally agree with your viewpoint here that that it's it's not guys aren't looking necessarily for sexual tricks. They're looking for um, they're they're looking for something sort of safe and stable. One other thing I would mention is if I were talking to a woman, it, of course it depends on what she's looking for, but I got to think it would up your value on that site if you somehow made clear that you understood the guy might be married. Yeah. I think some people do do that, and I think that's smart. Although, yes, for me, for me, yeah, like a couple things. Like I, when I see somebody say that they are a veteran, I almost immediately next them because that's basically their way of saying there's no way they that want I'm, money. Yeah, they want right. money, and I get that. That's fine. More power to them. I have no moral opposition to people doing that. It's just that's not what I'm looking for, and so. Um, but they probably want to filter me out. And it's the same for the, they understand that you might be married or whatever. You figure that that's a demographic where that's, it's sort of not worth you competing for. And also, right. Uh, if, it's if somebody's something. If, if somebody's willing to tolerate a married man, they want money, right? Like Exactly. They're not there to meet a boyfriend. Yeah. So I think these things are important signaling behaviors. I'm not sure. I'm not so sure about, about, um, Okay. Yeah. I mean, so showing you're a repeat person sort of indicates is some signaling there and that I can yeah. agree with. But maybe yeah. it's signaling they went. All right. We got to get to some of these topics that I promised in the intro because uh, we're already a half an hour in here. All right. This woman writes, my boyfriend won't let me see him come. So I've had sex with my boyfriend five times now and I've known him for about a year. He's great in bed. However, the only thing that ruins it is the fact that he pulls out before he comes because he doesn't want to finish inside me, which is fine, but he always finishes before I do. He quickly pulls out and runs to finish in the bathroom, closing the door and often leaving me just laying there. We then cuddle until he recovers and repeats the same process a couple <laughs> more times. 
What? I don't mind if he doesn't come inside me, but it would be a huge turn on to see him come anywhere on me. Why does he do this? And how do I tell him I want to see him come? By the way, we don't use condoms because I'm on birth control. Well, and also because he comes in the toilet. Well, hold on. Oh, no, he's doing it multiple shots. So I guess there could still be semen, a sperm. Okay, yeah, no, they should be careful because he's coming and then coming back from the bathroom and then they're having sex more. And so then there's a legitimate risk. Yes. I'm not positive he's coming in the bathroom. Mm. I think that's a fair, a fair assessment. I don't Especially know. Especially since they are having sex again. Yeah, yes. that, that's probably that's probably the right analysis. Yeah. It's like he wants to seem like he has a super short refractory period or something. Right. So is it a, is it a game he's playing or is he actually unable to orgasm for some reason? Yeah. Could be either. I could imagine having shame about my own cum. I don't, fortunately. Cuz that would the be interesting that would thing be a about drag. this. This guy actually it strikes me that he's basically the mirror image or the inverse an inverse of of what most guys would want to do or well yes. that's not exactly but i think most guys if they were if you were given the choice of okay you're either going to beat off in the bathroom and then come in when you're within a, a minute of coming and you'll insert your penis and come in yeah. china or yeah, yeah. the inverse i think most men would pick the the inverse. first choice right well yeah they choose yeah. the one where they're coming with the woman yeah this yeah. reminds me by the way another in my not extensive but non-zero reading after the death of Lisa Marie Presley, I learned that uh, Priscilla Presley divorced or separated or whatever from Elvis because he w- he stopped being willing to have sex with her because she he couldn't have or was unwilling to have sex with someone who was a mother. This huh. is what Wikipedia. This is what Wikipedia said. So I, I, it's got to be true, right? I mean, the way I'm, you collect all the random facts. I'm surprised this in Wikipedia. So it's 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 definitely cited. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, the, and I, what I, what got me thinking there a little bit was, um, that actually disagreed with, like, I, I guess that makes sense, but I, but I, I, it was a little surprising to me that that it's, it's sort of like this post, right. In the sense that I would, my root assumption, of course, Elvis was getting fat and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. my root assumption would be that a woman would tolerate that, that a woman would not actually care that much about not having sex with the guy as long as the rest of the elements of the relationship were there. So yeah. that it was, it sort of caught my eye that she specifically said, Oh, like this, the complete lack of physical companionship was such a big problem for her. it does suggest that maybe she was pretty horny, which is not as hot as it was back then. Cause she's like in her late seventies now. But, right. Right. <laughs> um, I mean, is there any other, like, could he be, like it could it be an intimacy thing? He doesn't want to. Are you talking about Elvis or this poster? No, this Both. poster. Um, I mean, well, thinking of Elvis, it makes me wonder if it's drugs, right? I mean, drugs might. There are drugs that inhibit uh, orgasm, and so maybe he's so ashamed he needs, of that. So he just goes into the bathroom and jerks it. I think no. I think your take on this is right. He's not actually orgasming. I'm convinced okay. by that. You were yeah. That was a very wise take you had. He's probably embarrassed that he can't, and so he's just pretending that he is. Or he just has to poop really bad in the middle of sex. Yeah, but they've had sex five times. Oh, only five? But I thought they were married or something. No, she said that she's known him for a year, but they've just had sex five times. Got it. So okay. He's this each of the five times. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, well, can I say one more thing? Of course. Speaking of pooping... Uh, <laughs> I was watching Chatterbait two days ago, 
And there was this very attractive red haired. It was fake red, but she was very young. She was like 19, which means she was born in like 2004. I know. Just to keep us, keep us, uh, yeah. And so she was masturbating on the camera. But yeah. Okay. I like to think it's 2004. Like she's a January. She was a January baby. Yeah. Uh, She was masturbating on there. And then she started just driving her finger in and out of her asshole and whimpering the whole time. And I actually, I was surprised that that was working for me a little bit. One finger? Yeah. Yeah. There was no poop that came out. It was Couldn't just you like t- tear yeah. the inside of your colon with your fingernails? I don't know. Well, the colon is pretty far in there. She, she had fingernails. She had like maybe one inch long fingernails. Yeah. That just seems. I think it was the whimpering that I liked. It was fake. It was clearly fake, but it's still, yeah. Anyway. But it was, it was enough that you didn't turn the channel immediately. The reason, the reason this was on my mind was because um, a friend of the show, Eric, was telling me that uh, this is wild to me. Th- let me. I'd actually like to get your take on this, and he would probably too. Okay. Maybe he wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. He <laughs> should get he it should anyway. Want. Okay. He could um, come on if he wants to, if he wants to argue exactly. about it. He, he, so he is a, uh, an aficionado of Gone Wild Audio, the subreddit. Yeah, I remember him mentioning this in the past, yeah. But he told me, so I was like, okay, you know, all right. Uh, you know, he likes some some of the dirty talk or whatever, and then specifically likes dirty talk. It's not like the whimpering part he likes. He wouldn't tell me exactly what he wanted them to say, which suggests to me it's really kinky and embarrassing. So yeah. anyway, he will, he, I said, well, okay, so when you're beating off using Gone Wild Audio, like what do you do? And he says, this is true. He said, I just zone out and stare at the wall. <laughs> And not, and then not make myself nut. And I was like, I don't. So then I went on Gone Wild Audio and I tried to do this. Yeah, I haven't told him this yet. I could, I couldn't. First of all, I couldn't. The, the well, first of all, and he admitted he knew this that like the women there are almost certainly unattractive uh, doing the audio. And secondly, that's okay. I just couldn't. You, the mind's eye can can paper. Yeah, but that. I couldn't. I couldn't suspend disbelief. I think I need the video for because i want to i don't yeah i'm worried it's a guy i'm worried she's unattractive i'm worried like she's just like uh, i mean eating a fucking pizza while she's saying these things like i don't know how what's are you going gonna on. feel like in two years when almost all porn is ai generated are you gonna need watermarks for authenticity or like how are you gonna like do you think you'll be bothered not being sure the video is real well you and you're gonna you're gonna shame me for not masturbating to hentai porn next i know <laughs> I'm ready for that. Um, maybe. I mean, that that could that could very well be a problem for me. I mean, have yeah. you have you ever beaten off? I mean, what do you what do you think about this tendency that Eric has to zone out while zoning out while looking at a wall? Anybody who knows Eric knows that zoning out while looking at a wall is not at all surprising. That's something that he, he definitely <laughs> could could imagine him doing. Defend himself, man. He he wouldn't disagree. It's it's his. But but he but but gone wild audio and then beating off while doing that. I just don't think that. I don't. I actually don't think I could finish. What do you think? I, well, okay. I have myriad thoughts here. Um, the first is we did talk about this with him at some time in the past, or or maybe he did so. on the show. I don't remember if I was there or not, but I remember this coming up, and it caused me to you know run some experiments, mm. and I kind of liked it, and oh. I didn't like that. I like. I feel the same way about audio porn as I do about. Uh, pegging, which is, yeah, I have this like mild concern that I'll like it. And I don't think my life will be better if I like it. And so I'd rather not know. Is this like your fear? So you and I have discussed this before uh, for going running. Um, You've you've talked before about like closing your eyes and seeing how far you can run or how far you can 
make yourself run without your eyes open. And I think you've made yeah. it like a hundred steps before. Not a hundred, but okay, forty maybe. Okay, it's because it gets increasingly scary. Is this like that? Is it like you're not, you're venturing into the unknown because you don't have that visual stimuli and you're not sure if like at the end, like when you ejaculate, you'll become gay or something? No, I like. Um, like, have you read these? these like, have you been to literotica.com? I think that's sure. And they have like all these, you know, porn stories. And yeah, it's still at literotica.com. And yeah, there was a time in my life where like, I, I, I don't know if I preferred that to pictures and videos, but I can definitely use literotica to jerk off. Um, but that feels less depraved in some way than audio does. I don't know. Right. Okay. Yeah, there's something that makes me feel, makes me squirm a little bit thinking about jerking off to audio. But yeah, I got to say, like, I can imagine enjoying that thoroughly. I, I just haven't interesting. experimented with enough. It's interesting that you weren't able to get there. I mean, yeah, maybe, immediately maybe you should try some more, like maybe try some other content, audio content or something. Well, now I'm kind of scared. I'm afraid that what I would really like is like a man. No, I do. I have there's like the be, stories. Yeah. Well, there's going to be like all these different things, right? There'll be like sort of ASMR. There'll be like I don't gentle. Like that. There'll be like, do you like um, jerk off instruction porn? No. Okay. I don't I want track. someone telling me what to do. It's, I, I think it's, well. I'd rather varies. she tell herself what to do. I'd, ra- I'd, ra- I'd rather she give herself instructions as she's rubbing her clit like verbally. So I get to watch her like command herself or have another woman tell her what to do. I don't want to be told what to do. Like I'll jerk yeah. off the way I want. I think most, the kink it's scratching for most people is permission, not being told what to do, but it varies. That. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm way beyond permission. I'm, I'm definitely <laughs> to, to forgiveness and beyond permission. What, uh, by the way, uh, one other thing, um, uh, have you noticed that when you, and I know you probably don't like oral sex porn. I've no, I've been, because they've shut down like half of my the subreddits that I like for porn, maybe two thirds yeah. of them. It's really irritating yeah. for lack of a moderator. So I've been using, I think I mentioned this, girls finishing the job, and uh, a lot of women swallowing come in there. And I've noticed that in almost all the videos, the woman closes her eyes once. You can tell actually when he starts ejaculating because she closes her eyes. Have you noticed this before? No, but this okay. makes sense. Does it? Because women often will say that they want to connect with their partner during his orgasm. No, they like it's to like, see him enjoying himself, and yet they close their eyes. No, it's like there's some like instinctual thing. Like right as the batter makes contact with a baseball, or a tennis player makes contact with a tennis ball, like they're they close their eyes. It's like some sort of like anticipatory. Okay, but this is a, hang on, hang on. It's not a blink. It's they close their eyes for. Okay, I you, know. I, I understand. Yeah, but I think they're bracing for some sort of impact. And the, no, but they the continue imp- to close their eyes until, until, and then like maybe five seconds later, they'll open them and make some, you know, gesture or whatever. Okay, fine. Uh, maybe they're just trying, I think they're to, trying to protect themselves. They don't want to get cum in their eye. No, I think they're trying to be fully present with his ejaculation. I think they're enjoying, oh. at least purporting to enjoy. But, but the thing that's funny is even in clearly professional porn, uh, the women will, will basically always, offend, effectively always do that. I appreciate so it. They're- they're trying to remove other stimulus so they can fully feel the semen oh, yeah. going down their throat. They're connecting to his orgasm. That's right. Do you close your eyes when, when you're giving cunnilingus to a woman and she orgasms? I don't think so. Me, me either. Yeah. I mean, 
you're so good. <laughs> you know, the retina, the cornea can only focus so close and you're sort of in there. That's true. A whole lot to see. I mean, it depends exactly on your position, of course, but I don't, yeah. the visual stimulus is not the primary thing going on there. What so, is, what's the primary thing? The, her, her, her. Well, I think, I think uh, of the five senses, it's probably fifth, right? So first would be taste. Second hmm. would be uh, smell. Interesting. Third would be touch. Fourth would be sound. And then the yeah, fifth would be eyes or something. So this is, wait, I just want to be clear on this. Like this if is I had to give up, yeah, this is when I'm going down on a woman. Like if I had to like sacrifice my senses, I think I would sacrifice them in that reverse order. So sight first. I, I think would it's rather fair. be blindfolded than smell folded. This is ironic, uh, given the conversation we just had about Gone Wild Audio, but I strongly feel that the sound is the most telling sense when you're giving an orgasm to a woman. Oh. The sound Yeah. Shoes. Well, yeah. Certainly you can't taste or smell. Um, oh, I'm just talking in terms of like if, you, if your ears like, were plugged. Yeah, but they can move themselves into you. Feeling That's is true. important. Yeah, I think that's probably I think, number two. I, I think one and two are are feeling and sound in some order. No, no, but hang on. You went you went taste, smell, feeling. I was hearing. Thinking, I'm literally I, going the opposite. I wasn't thinking about her pleasure. I was thinking about my pleasure. Oh, so I got assuming it. that I'm confident I can give her an orgasm, I I do agree that I need sound. I need some sort of feedback to be able to okay. tailor my technique. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Okay, I think that We're I generally. No, no, we aren't because I think that my my enjoyment of it is uh, directly related to hers in the sense that, uh, and this is always, you know, for example, there are many men who visit escorts and prostitutes who want to give them oral sex. Yeah. I would have zero interest in that because I know <laughs> what would happen. I mean, I know it's, it's so, but, but what you're saying is that for your pleasure, actually the smell of a vagina is important. And so maybe you would actually be a man who would want D-A-T-Y, dinner at the Y. <laughs> I think, I mean, I reject the premise here that I'm not interested in her pleasure. Like that's obviously the main value of okay. going down on someone. I just don't, yeah, I think, yeah, we're having like a weird vocabulary. Do you think you're here. primarily interested in her pleasure or the fat or like the accomplishment of making her orgasm in the sense of like what it says about you? I mean... Yeah, let's be honest. It's the latter, but like they're yeah, okay. they're they're, they're, they're perfectly correlated, so it doesn't really matter. No, uh, is that they're true? not perfectly correlated, but they're they're all right. You know, you're, you're off by you're off by four degrees or something. You know, got it's pretty it. I got close. it. Okay, yeah. All right, let's talk about this <laughs> disastrous threesome. I love these disastrous threesomes. Yes, uh, for my boyfriend's birthday, uh, for my boyfriend's twenty mm. eighth birthday, I got him a threesome with me, who's twenty six, and my bestie, who's twenty seven. It was an amazing birthday surprise. I cooked him dinner and I had my bestie join us. We surprised him with the present during dessert. Everything went well and we all had an amazing time. My bestie and I hooked up a few times before, so that made things surprisingly comfortable. However, pause here. I like for how my, she, on. For, for my 30th birthday, my wife had Eric flown up to have dinner with me. So not quite the same level, but go on. Yeah, what a monster. <laughs> kind However, of. there was one awkward moment for me. We all at one point passed out. Uh, I think for your 40th, she had Eric and I come for, we met at um, yeah. Vesuvio, remember? She doesn't get it. She misunderstands what men want. 
Yeah. Uh, excuse me, my, my company wasn't what you were hoping for at 8 p.m. On, on your birthday. Um, it was fine. All right. <laughs> However, there was one awkward moment for me. We all at one point passed out on the bed. I was awoken by my boyfriend and bestie fucking next to me. I pretended mm. to be asleep, but I listened and watched. I wasn't upset at the time. In fact, I was a little turned on. Now that some time has passed, I feel really weird about it. I asked my boyfriend what happened, and he said the bestie started playing with him, and that got <laughs> him going, and he just went with it. To be fair, we didn't set out any ground rules, so I know I'm not supposed to be mad. It just feels weird. Any thoughts, advice, suggestions? That should have been, uh, I asked him what happened, and he said, hang on, I'm fucking your friend. I'll respond <laughs> yeah. in an hour. I'll, I'll text you back in an hour. Yeah, I, <laughs> I like how she's sort of blaming herself. She's like, oh, we didn't set out ground rules. And so the the notion of them just fucking off to the side without me wasn't explicitly forbidden. And so I, I'm not in my rights to feel upset by this. Like, it's preposterous. And I like that the guy put the blame on the woman, which is less than 10%. In other words, for initiating. it's Oh, who knows? Not, but like, yeah, yeah my, I suspect I, I that uh, he was not the victim here. <laughs> Yeah. And he figured, I mean, that's actually kind of cool. Like basically his view of this, his view of, are they married? I forget. Uh, no. His view of relationships not. is that you can fuck anyone what you want as long as your significant others in the bed. Right. With apparently. You. So you could just duct tape her to the bed and then just fuck lots of women in there. I just, I can't imagine. I mean, these people are 28 and 26. They're not yeah. 19, you know? I, I just... And then, you know, she's still calling this third her bestie. So, like, wouldn't she be? Did she uh, say anything about where uh, her boyfriend ejaculated? No. Mm. I bet that would be a moment I think the woman. I know, I mean, not being a woman, I don't understand exactly how this works emotionally. But I do think that from extensive reading on this subject that it bothers women when they have to watch their man ejaculate in another woman. That semen, the semen, where the semen goes is surprisingly important. I can imagine that not being uh, an emotional high point for uh, a girlfriend to see. He's like, high five, you're a stepmom now. Right. Is that what you would be? No, she'd be uh, probably a godmother because they're they're best friends, right? Don't you you make the godparents your best friend usually? Okay, but if you married, uh, it's too complicated. But the point is like, yeah, it's the, there's there's a basic reason, a basic, uh, evolutionary or psychological reason a woman wouldn't like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it would be stepmother if she was married to the first person. All right, let's move on. I, a 28-year-old female, am no longer sexually satisfied by my husband, who's 29. To be clear, I still find him physically attractive. I think he's beautiful, a gorgeous man, exactly my type. His body is so sexy to me. He treats me so well. I'm proud to stand next to him. I love to look at him across the dinner table, and I want to want to have sex with him. But when it comes time to actually do it, it feels like kissing a cousin. We had sexual chemistry, but it's gone. We've been together for six years, and all of the best sex of my life has been with my husband. It's not even close. In fleeting moments, I wondered if I should have prioritized dating someone with more money or more education. Oh, no. Happily dismissed the idea because not only am I truly in love, but the sex was so good that I knew I wouldn't be happier uh, with more money, but worse sex. Okay, Mike, can you try not to perseverate on the money thing? I suspect that this may be a hormonal thing. I had a Marina IUD put in a month after we started sleeping together, and that IUD stayed in place until four months ago. A few weeks ago, after the IUD came out, 
I lost my sexual attraction to my husband and it hasn't come back even a little bit. My sex drive has never been higher. And in lots of ways, the sex has never been better, but it always leaves me feeling unsatisfied. Came off of birth control because I could keep reading here, but yeah, I don't yeah, know. She's, it's, she might be right. I mean, that that's, this does seem like it could be a something yeah. like that. But the uh, I, I really thought this was going to go one direction until you brought up that that it, I was surprised. Usually, I can sort of uh, imagine where these these things are going to go, but this one yeah. took a turn to the left, yeah, uh, abruptly. Um, yeah, well, I, I, I um. I suspect that he is behaving beta in some way that yes. is removing the mystery from their relationship. And she just <laughs> finds him irritating now. Maybe she just inherited some money. Who knows? I mean, yeah, yeah yes. That be, like I, I actually, and this is, yeah, this is an uncomfortable reality. I think is that my first thought before you got to the, he's a uh, poor idiot. <laughs> poor loser. <laughs> yeah, that, that part, I'm not, that makes me less con- less confident. But until you said that, I thought to myself, yeah, he's not being aggressive enough. So she, he's actually, we, women think they want one thing. They believe right. truly they want one thing, but actually when they get that thing, it isn't exactly what they want, which actually I think is true for men um, in the following way. Men think what a man thinks he wants is an eternally 18 year old, super attractive woman who just will fuck him all the time. Actually, what a man wants is like someone who will, you know, is attractive and will have sex with him, but like is capable of having a conversation with him as well. Like what men want, we actually, you know, and so if you had that eternally 18 year old woman, you would get tired of her. Uh, That thus the quote that every hot woman has, there's for every hot woman, there's a man who's tired of fucking her. Yeah. Or whatever, whatever the quote is. Uh, And so, yeah, that's. Yeah, that's sort of my take here. That was, that was my initial take. Yeah. But, you know, honestly, the money and career thing, she brought it up and that could be another element of betaing, right? Like maybe she's thinking about that. That plays in her mind. And as long as he's kind of like that motorcycle guy who slaps her around or whatever she wants, uh, it's it's hot. Consensually, of course. Um, maybe. But but yeah. But but he's, he's just being too nice. Yeah. Yeah. Let me read a couple more paragraphs because – actually informs what's going on here a little bit more. Uh, I came off of birth control because we're planning to try to have a baby together this year. I've considered Mm. whether this sudden and upsetting drop in sexual desire might be apprehension about the baby, but I don't think that's it. I still want to have a baby. I want to have a baby so much with him, with my husband. But now I don't know if I want to lock myself into a lifelong marriage and parenting partnership of sex that doesn't do it for me anymore. I feel like I've tried everything. OMGs, communication. Wait, what is this a word? (laughs) O M G Y E S O M G yes is that is that oh me oh my god yes I know but I feel like I've tried everything oh my god yes that doesn't make sense anyway communication so much communication toys in bed new locations our relationship has never been happier or healthier I have joyful nights out with friends we have our own separate hobbies and together hobbies I'm living in a dream marriage and I have incredibly high sex drive just not for him for nearly anyone but him wow I've like done a number. number. Yeah, this has done a number on my <laughs> self-esteem. Yeah, they hurt uh, rip her inbox. Yeah. I'm so ash- I'm so ashamed to be having all the all this sex that I secretly hate to be so horny all the time in a way I can't Ooh. manage to have to keep such a cruel secret from someone I love so much and who gives himself to me so freely and in such a vulnerable way. Yeah. Okay. We we this got is starting it. to get weird. The word cruel suggests maybe like it's, it's an unusual word to pick in that context. Cruel secret. What is yeah. wrong with me that I just can't be happy, be a happy wife who loves to fuck her adoring hot husband? 
what can I do? Am I doomed? It's been months. Will this pass? Do I just have yeah. the baby with the man I love and accept what comes after? Are my days of having good, fulfilling sex behind me? I'm only 28. We've been together since I was 22, basically my entire adult life. Is this just something that happens when you get older or are in a serious long-term older. relationship? Yeah. I mean, this is, this is, yeah, it's, I mean, the biological drive, this, this certainly has something to do with her wanting to have a kid and the biological drive the woman has is to have a partner that she emotionally trusts will look out for her, uh, and her family once she and the kid, once she becomes much more vulnerable, which women do when they're pregnant and having a kid, particularly in like a non-modern context, but also in a modern context, realistically. Yeah. And he's just not doing that. And so, yeah, I mean, she's just, she's, <laughs> Yeah, like he was like a good fuck boy, and, and it turns out he's not actually. She emotionally knows he would not make a good provider. That's what's going on, and that's like honestly, that's what lies at the core of like a lot of the red pill stuff. Like people are essentially what people are coming up with, and I know people are very strong opinions about red pill. It's yeah, yeah. but but the point of the red pill stuff, I think, actually is that um, men are trying to trigger this response or this impulse from women that women are looking fundamentally for a guy that meets these needs. And so then men are, of course, trying to play, you know, to game that system and to appear to be a guy that will be a strong provider or whatever. Admittedly, in the red pill context, they're just trying to fuck her and then make fun of yeah. her. But. Yeah. I mean, I asked you not to perseverate on that money bit, but gosh, it's hard not to. I mean, this is so coherent and well-written. And it's just odd that she mentioned that money and education thing. <laughs> um because I'm sure I haven't read the comments here, but I'm sure if somebody said something like what you just said, she would just outright reject it. But yes, uh, look, yeah, I mean, she's sort, of, you know, she's sort of betraying herself by betraying or belying. I, I never know which word to use, but yeah, she's sabotaging her point by mentioning that. Yeah, I mean, the emotions are serve a point, serve a purpose. They're your subconscious telling you stuff. Uh, you guys can go watch uh, Jordan. What's his name? Jordan Peterson. Peterson. To learn more about that. I'm sort of kidding, but you could. Like, that's like basic psychology, right? That your that your emotions are coming out of your subconscious. So they're telling you things, and and they sort of are what they are. And yeah, yeah. What's going on here is she shouldn't. She she shouldn't have a kid with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's been basically given this gift, which is, yeah, it's some combination of a hormonal change and thinking toward the future that has affected her drive toward her partner and yeah and she'll probably she'll probably decide that it's all okay she'll have the kid and then she'll just get she'll get uh, tired of him it re reminds me of that thing we discussed last week where the sugar daddy gave the sugar baby all the money up front for an entire year do you remember that yes and it's sort of the same thing it's like she'll think oh this will be fine this is going to work great but the thing is she can't control <laughs> that emotion it will just come and come and come yeah. and eventually like after the you know nine months of not being paid, she'll be angry with this woman after like however many years or months of him not pr providing in the way she thinks he should. Yeah, she's going to find reasons to not like him. So it'd be better for her just to like figure it out now, and be honest about it. And this is why guys like I mean, if you want to have a stable situation, guys have to get out and make some money. It's just the way it is. Like women, that's ultimately yeah. women's bottom line. Like women don't like uh, women don't like losers. Who sit on their couch playing video games. Or stare at the wall while masturbating to audio <laughs> porn. What if they're <laughs> really good at video games? Particularly. Oh no. Colorful mobile apps.
So the first comment here is, Jesus, fuck, the comments in here are horrendous. Okay, look, I admit I'm not much of a romantic and I don't believe in soulmates. That said, you objectively find your husband attractive and you used to have good sexual chemistry with him. So I don't think you should take this as a sign that you're not meant to be together. There may be a hormonal component. There may be an attitude component. If you have a disconnect between seeing someone as sexual and seeing them as a partner or provider, there may be components of needs not being met or desires not corresponding. All of these are worth exploring more. I don't know. I, 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 I can make arguments on both sides of the of the case that if you find your partner completely sexually unattractive, that that is a clear sign that they're not the you know that there's something wrong. Yeah, you're in trouble. I mean, if you if you have an emotion and you really go through it and you conclude like there's no rational basis for this emotion and you really maybe think through it with another person so you can be as rational and objective as possible. Like that can happen. People can have a hormonal change or something. In this case, there's an obvious, really kind of obvious connection between the emotion she's having and a very rational concern. And that the problem is that the emotion is just going to persist because it's actually pretty rational and she'll just wind up incorporating it into her conscious thinking and start hating the guy. <laughs> like they'll just wind yeah. up, they're, they're definitely going to wind up divorced. Yeah. I mean, it, that's a safe bet in any context. And this one, it feels particularly safe. Sure. Yeah. Anyway. All right. That'll do it for episode 102 of Your Mileage May Vary. Uh, you can contact us. Uh, if you contact us, we respond We respond to almost everything we receive, ex- except when it's really weird. Gibberish. Like, yeah. We get some gibberish sometimes. Yeah. If it's, if it's incoherent or if you're like propositioning oh, stop us, sending us. Stop sending us PayPal requests for money. We're not going to send you money. <laughs> yeah. Well, we will send you money if you give us feedback. We pay $10 right. to anyone who gives us feedback. So yeah, that those PayPal yeah, requests but- are from people like they could, they could just send us fake feedback, but they're not even smart enough to do that. They wanted $699, which is kind of yeah. funny because of the 69, but like we're not oh, sending yeah. you 699 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Good try though. Anyway. So yeah, you can ask us questions there and if they're uh, interesting, we'll, we'll ask them on the show or you can tell us not to ask them on the show and we'll respect that. Uh, you can also give us feedback. We really like getting feedback because it can make the show better. Uh, so to do that, you can tweet us at YMMDpod, uh, or you can email us at YMMDpod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week on Your Mileage May Vary. Je me